0: Hi, I'm Jarava Tabli, and welcome to Scratch Film. Every episode, we choose either a well-renowned director or actor who is popular for their masterpiece works and or performances and choose a movie that didn't fit their portfolio as well as the others. Today, I am joined by Patrick Seasley, Solway, Will Federer, Ola, and Ben Taylor. Sup? This episode contains spoilers. If you have not seen the movie we are about to review and would like to watch it before listening, Come back later and compare your own thoughts to ours. If you are here after watching this movie and are curious to hear about what we have to say, are listening to decide whether or not to watch the film, or just are along for the ride, welcome. We aren't trained in critiquing films, so don't take anything we say too seriously. We are merely here for fun. On today's episode, we are reviewing 2019's Gemini Man, directed by Ang Lee, who also directed two very successful films, 2012's Life of Pi and 2005's Brokeback Mountain. The movie focuses on 51-year-old Henry Rogan, played by Will Smith. Henry was a member of the United States Marine Corps and was used as an assassin once returning to the States once his Marine days had finished. He soon finds himself facing up against an enemy he never thought he could, a clone of himself dispatched by the government to kill the original Henry because of his hit, plotted by Clay Varis, to clean up the government's mistake. In his attempts to evade himself and the government's attempts at his life, Henry meets new allies like Danny Zakoweski, a secret agent initially tasked with surveilling Henry in retirement and reunites with his old friend Baron. Together, they try to stop the Gemini man. So, Patrick,
1: what makes this movie so bad? Well, thank you for asking, drew. Uh, I, i'm I'm into math, so I, I always enjoy looking at the statistics of things, so I was looking into the st- statistics. Of this film uh, in comparison to other of Ang Lee's works. And so uh, this movie made about 166 million in theaters, not too shabby, with an additional about 11 million from video sales. Uh, Life of Pi, in comparison, Ang Lee's 2012 film, uh, made 619 million, with an additional 53 million from video sales, according to The Numbers, a website that tracks financial information of movies.
0: That's, uh, that's a yikes.
1: Yeah. So
0: wait, how how much how much did it cost to make?
1: It cost about 120 million to produce oh, Life right. of Pi, uh, whereas Gemini Man cost roughly 140 million, with 100 million on top of that for advertising and marketing. Oh, okay. So barely ma- any
2: profit. Meaning make,
1: there is a financial loss of about 75 million on Gemini Man, according to Hollywood Reporter. And so overall, what you're seeing is that Life of Pi. Which, you know, you you might not suspect would be such a high-grossing film, you know, about a guy and a tiger rather than, you know, a, a- big-action blockbuster cloning science fiction, whatever. It's a little surprising that uh, Gemini Man had about a quarter of Life of Pi's uh, total gross.
0: So, is there like, do we know any explanation for that?
1: Part of the reason it performed so poorly was uh, due to its uh, reaction from critics, I believe. Uh, when... Looking on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it, it, his three films were pretty consistent across the audience score. 83% for Gemini Man, 82% for Brokeback Mountain, uh, 84% for Life of Pi. All pretty consistent. But uh, the critic ratings are where it gets a little uh, varied. So Brokeback Mountain had an 87% critic review. Life of Pi had 86%. And Gemini Man had a 26% uh, review on Rotten Tomatoes that's ridiculous yeah it's much lower so then you know looking across other websites out of a hundred and seven thousand reviews on IMDb it had an average of 5.7 out of 10 stars and then on Metacritic it had a 38 out of 100 so this poor uh, it's poor uh, critic performance negatively impacted it's financial uh, outcome at the theaters which also uh, contributed to it's uh, association just as one of angley's worst films so uh now we're going to transition into talking about su- some specific moments from the film uh yeah
2: and i mean the overall premise of the film like when you look at what the movie is about when we first started researching and finding what movie we were going to watch i saw this and i, I thought how is this going to be a bad movie like it's about a guy who has a clone who follows him and it's all action-packed it's all you know it's what most people like to see and you just think well why did it go wrong where where did it go wrong so i think the overall premise of the movie was there and i think the plot at first when you see the actual uh overview of what the movie is going to be about i thought it would be a good movie and you just wonder where it went wrong um well after watching the movie i think we all figured it out um one of the main uh problems about this movie is the amount of Uh, the amount of plot holes and questions they left unanswered for example in the first scene uh, henry is he has his job and his job is to snipe a man on a moving train from two kilometers away and this seems downright impossible however he gets the job done however before he takes his shot he's interrupted um, by this girl on the train who just gets in the way and everyone just is left wondering why why did she go up to this guy who was supposed to be sniped in the first place? Like, wh- why why did that happen? It's just, it's like, it's just
0: really confusing because I feel like there's an element of it that would just be, like, childhood curiosity.
3: It's not a major plot hole, but it seems like the director really just wanted, like, some high suspense moment, and he didn't really give any good explanation for it.
1: I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, these were, like, it was, it was one, like, key target who was Henry's target, and then th- there were, you know, three, like, huge guards Uh, i mean as as a as you know a six-year-old why on earth would you approach like huge burly men on a train and just stare like she just stares at them i don't know no explanation yeah it's just it is a plot convenience to the extreme
0: yeah i think that it might have something to do with like we know how like after he shot the shot he had just a very uneasy feeling about it especially when his friend showed him the video like Mm. of the aftermath it just kind of set it just kind of like sat uneasy with him. I don't know if that was sup- like to add to that effect kind of create more of a personal connection,
2: but I, I don't know. I, I just like yeah, generally because really confused me. Didn't he after every time he got a kill, he like knew that he hit it, but this time he, he yeah, wasn't he, was he wasn't, he wasn't sure. Yeah. So I, I remember mean, him
0: saying like, it was like, he didn't hit him in the head. He was concerned about hitting him in the neck, which I mean, two kilometers away on a moving train. That's pretty impressive.
2: Yeah. yeah but like wh- I mean, just,
0: also, that shot is never happening. That's not how snipers work, but
3: that's it's just for movie magic. You can accept that a little bit.
2: A lot of it is just very unrealistic mm-hmm. and just weird. Like, how do you just feel it after a shot?
3: Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's move on to the CGI
0: and talk about how blatant it was. Dude, oh, my gosh. The CGI was <laughs> so, like, I know that, like, it was really, really cool how they, like, had the idea of making Will Smith and then fight a younger-looking version of Will Smith. Like, I think that's really cool technology-wise, but I just don't think it's there.
2: It looks so unnatural. It looks so unnatural. He Ta- looked like a superhuman, which I guess he kind of is, but it just didn't It didn't work. He it didn't, really he had, it didn't look unnatural. like he had life to his face. It didn't. I, I mean, even, yeah, yeah it didn't. And the whole premise was him having a heart, but he doesn't show emotion. And, I mean, he did. But it just didn't look natural.
0: Yeah, like, as 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 the movie progressed, it was like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to feel a connection with them. Because before, it seemed, like, very, like, strict and you're not supposed to. I just, like, I don't know. It just didn't sit right.
3: Not only that, I thought, like, I didn't think you already even talk about that. I just thought, me and Patrick watched it together, and there was moments where we paused because you could see, like, a green screen outline on characters, like, in a sandy background or something. And for a... What'd you say this budget was like? A hundred forty something million. Hundred
1: forty million. It was pretty bad.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, you can just tell they made mistakes along the way and just felt yeah. too lazy to fix it because they were already well into the movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they just added a bit. Like it just felt
1: rushed. Just think it's funny how, obviously, in Life of Pi, the tiger. Like I know they used some real tigers on set, but I mean, obviously, you have to do some CGI with the tigers. But I mean that. Th- that tiger got so much praise for the CGI at the time, and now you have this, and it's just such a letdown in comparison. I mean, it, it was it was good CGI for the most part. I mean, but it was it was not without fault. I for think sure. that
0: I think that if it was a different kind of movie, then that CGI could have passed. But with the like so much action, it just didn't like. I don't know. It just didn't feel right.
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay. You want to move on to the biggest paw Hall, I think. And w- I think my like my least favorite part of the movie was when the third Gemini man... He just came out of nowhere.
0: I was so confused. Like, the- Clay <laughs> Varus is on top of the roof. Like, after... Okay, so after this scene, shoot a rocket, Van blows up, Baron's dead. What the hell? How did he die? Like, junior, of, junior, the junior's up on, the, junior's that, up on the roof, gets... Clay is out of commission, mm-hmm. and they're all down fighting the rest of the guys. And then... Just goes back to Clay. He starts to wake up, and then he just turns his head and signals to dude some to some like some Ant Man looking dude. He spawns in <laughs> and just like <laughs> shoots them that way. I was so confused. Yeah, and like how is he? A, there's nothing that's answered here because he's like practically
2: a robot. Mm-hmm. Well, and when I saw that, I was like, oh, well they've got like a whole army, and it's like no, no, no. It's no, just that was it's, the last yeah, it's, just, it's just it's just it's one. just it's just to add to the I just, lack of villains in this movie because clay was the only villain but he's like stuck on top of the building and so he's if like you,
0: oh, even if you want to like add to a matter of like oh wow this is like really cgi they cgi even more like put more cgi Into on the, the third, third one. one yeah because it's even younger so like i understand i i think that can pass a bit more because that was the least human like but my question is how did if if it's supposed to be like cloning humans how do we get this version of a human that just isn't human at all. It was like a robot with a human face. Yeah,
3: I guess that's moving magic. My biggest thing was like he could have totally fixed it by just having like one scene where he nods to it or like they talked about having soldiers that uh, didn't have emotion. So
0: and I that guess that that was kind of like the point of like yeah. crossbreeding which we find out whenever I think yeah. it was either Clay Clay said it and then Yuri also kind of explained it.
3: It was just bad setup. They could have had one scene where they hinted at having a third one, but no, they just wait to have, like, this shock moment. And it's also, they don't use him at all. He comes in and dies in the matter of, like, two scenes, probably five minutes.
1: And you're supposed to feel, like, an emotional, like, reaction when this guy dies, but this third Gemini man is just so underdeveloped, and you have so many questions. Like, Junior, like, a big part of, like, the emotion that came with Junior was how he was raised with Clay Varys, and he's, like, had conflicting emotions. But then this third one was just so underdeveloped, and like the emotional impact that his death was supposed to have just was not there. Exactly
0: that shotgun though.
1: Yeah, his shotgun was unreal. Shotgun
0: was crazy. But what I also don't understand is when, um, when Henry finally takes the shotgun away from Junior, it's like I don't want you to have these goes and blast the absolute crap out of, of Clay. His body seems like it's fine. Like you just got blasted by some like oh, insane yeah. shotgun, like point blank, beefed double barrel shotgun. Mm. At yeah, at point blank, and your body is practically in one piece, just lying on the ground. Well, that's
3: just because it's PG thirteen. I don't think that's why like,
0: they can't show like a like a like a, like a open corpse. For well, like I mean, teens. like then don't show it. I just don't think yeah. that that was like. I just don't think that was a wise decision.
2: It's not Kay. even like I was happy that the dude died. I was just like, okay. This movie was just so forgettable. It, you yeah. had no emotion when one person experienced trauma or death or just anything. Like, it, it's just forgettable. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I even though that I think that's like, I th-
0: think, I, I mean, I enjoyed the story and I felt like I was able to fall along with it enough. I just didn't feel too much of a connection to most of the characters. I just felt like I was just watching a bunch of people beef it out.
3: Yeah. It's like a brain-off movie. You just watch people shoot each other, and you're and then you know you're like that's cool, but you don't actually have any emotional like humor. I didn't learn anything. Uh, you want to move on to wacky moments now? Sure. All right, so we're gonna move away from like the major plot holes and just talk about the moments we thought were kind of kind of strange. Wacky. So uh, in the beginning of this movie, we're not like right before the second act, I'd say. Um, they do this whole they do this like fight. So it's when the second Will Smith is introduced, and they go on a chase scene, and he's trying to kill the original Will Smith. And it's super serious until this point. I mean, I was actually pretty into the movie. And they're both on motorcycles. The original Will Smith uh, ends up falling off his motorcycle, and the new Will Smith, instead of just getting off his bike and trying to stab the new guy, I mean, the old Will Smith, or I don't do anything, he decides the best course of action is to try to run him over with his And the bikes are dirt bikes, by the way. Or just fucking with I, the tail I had, of the bike. I
0: had just assumed that he had run out of ammo.
3: No, because after, he, he gets Same. it off eventually and pulls out a knife. But before that, he tries to run him over, not once, but, like, three times. Also,
0: I think that, I mean, to add on the CGI thing, this, mo like, the motorcycle travel, like, Will Smith, it looks kind of, like, legit. Mm-hmm. Henry's looks legit. Junior's does not look legit. It's like, sure, you could have someone riding on a motorcycle, other uh, then, like, fix in the details, but the it looked like the motorcycle itself was completely like CGI'd in. It just didn't mm-hmm. the the movement seemed like it felt like I was watching a cartoon. Yeah.
2: Well they and they were the exact same bike and Junior just catches up to Henry like it's nothing.
0: Also, the fact that it will be like I know I noticed a lot of motion errors in positioning and I'm, like with cameras cutting because it's a continuous line. There's no real like cut in like, oh okay th- they, they've been going for a while now, but they're here. It's the same street, and they're different distances apart. I don't know if that's just me being extra, like, critique, like, strict on it, but people are gonna notice that.
1: Another issue I had with this scene is that this whole time, like, it's very action-paced. Everybody's moving around. You don't get a good look at everybody's face. So, I think, uh, Ang Lee's trying to, like, keep this other figure's identity a secret, but in the trailer for the movie, you see younger Will Smith, and you're like, Okay, so that's going to be kind of interesting. So that's why you go to see the movie. It's not suspenseful at all. It's not it's not a mystery, but he just keeps it a mystery for no reason.
0: Like I remember back in back when this film came out, they made it such a big deal like, "Oh, there's this new technology. Like they created like taking the young Prince of Bel-Air version of Will Smith, like versions like they took data from like the structure of his face in those TV shows and his early movies and they were able to implement it on him while he was acting, I don't really... I, I'm not really aware of yeah, what they did. It, it
3: wasn't a big reveal when you realize, oh, he was being chased by a younger self. You, are like, knew that from the get-go. It's even in, like, the movie trailer. But yeah. they kind of try to pass it off as a big
0: deal. I do think it was cool, like, whenever he... Whenever they're first, like, facing off, like, the initial reveal, whenever he peeked his head up and uh, Henry had him directly in the scope. Yeah. Like, I thought that was, like, really... Like, up until the bike scene, I was, like, super into it. I'm just like, holy crap, this is insane.
3: Yeah. Um, And then after that motorcycle scene, I kind of got back into it. I thought it was, like, you know, the serious tone came back. I think it was pretty normal until about near the end when they're all in a car on the side of a road. They take a corner, and there's an ambush waiting for them, and there's a dude with a rocket launcher uh, in front of them. He shoots at them, and they all – Get out! They all get out except for Baron, who dies in the explosion. But the car explodes about two feet away from them, and it's a massive explosion. And from that point, the movie should have ended because everyone should have died. But they, a- they don't even have, like, scars. They're, they're like, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're completely unscathed. Yeah. Also, the fact that whenever they go to the scene of the van completely blowing up and flipping, they're nowhere. There's no, like, you can't see. Oh, yeah, true. You, you have no idea where they are. Also, that that dude in the machine gun, how is he that bad at shooting? Okay,
3: no, that's not even physically. It's just like like these are basic the laws of physics. So basically, after they're ambushed, they hide behind cover, and they decide to hide behind some like wooden table or it's like behind some door, and they get a machine gun that can somehow shoot like 700 rounds a second. It basically fires a laser of bullets, and it can't even touch this like table. They should have it should have gone through it and killed all of them the second time. But they, they don't even have a scratch. They're fine.
0: Yeah. It's, he- it's Henry and Danny are sitting behind some, like, wooden structure, and they peek their head up. The dude sees them so that he knows exactly where they are and manages to shoot. Under the window.
2: And he shoots over the window. Over the yeah. window.
0: <laughs> everywhere around him. He puts, like, a few rounds through the wood. It goes directly through the wood. They are, like, in no way protected. No. I don't know how on earth— yeah, plot
1: armor, plot convenience, yeah, to yeah. the extreme once again. The, like the seriousness of this movie really goes
3: down once that car explodes. Copper Five Rainbow Six players be like, <laughs> <laughs> after the machine gun machine, they basically decide to attack this full uh group of SWAT members, and uh bear in mind this is a fifty-one year old man and some twenty-three year old agent, and they have no body armor. They don't even have guns. They pick it off. They pick up two pistols from dead SWAT team members. And uh, they somehow take down the entire squadron of elite, elite-trained,
1: elite um, I don't know, SWAT with the, Yeah, with ARs, the whole, with nothing. the whole shebang, and they just <laughs> they fail it's, miserably. I, I, also, yeah, I, it's <laughs> laughable. It's yeah, laughable.
0: It, yeah, it is. And especially, like, that, they go to that scene where it was, like, the entire – I thought that it was, like, actually going to Hungary. I was like, oh, we're entering this scene in Budapest, and then it zooms out, and it's some Gemini training facility. Like where they oh, did like the that, like the mock like a complete, terrorist attack. Yeah. Like, oh I yeah, did, it, like those are the same people who showed up. Yeah. To take out Henry Jr. Dan.
3: It shows us like whole training scene about they're the elite of the elite, and they like take out on this whole team expertly. I, I thought
0: I thought that was kind of like cool how yeah. they were able to do that. I just I also like given what actually happened, I don't think that fit. No, it was just an empty. It felt like filler.
3: Yeah. It it was dumb because they weren't used they weren't elite when they were oh, yeah, they no, got it, wrecked
0: and it also wasn't in like the lo- it the the plan that they had like trained for it didn't al- it also just didn't like match up yeah uh going back to the bike scene i'm so confused they were they would ride on the bikes for like a while and be like like really close to each other and then they get some distance and then one guy would pull out the gun and be like oh i'm going to shoot you now why why do you choose the time when you're furthest away to shoot him you were like a few feet behind them. Why not just pull out your gun and get a clear shot?
3: They also are about like twenty feet away from each other, and they miss every bullet. And they're both trained assassins.
0: Oh yeah, no, and the whole the whole premise is like, oh, they're like insane. And yeah. there's like a, there are a lot of cool moments, like when Henry threw down the grenade and he sh- and Junior shot the grenade back. Yeah, that was cool. Like that was cool. There's a there's a lot of like really cool like it showcases of that skill, but I just felt like oh come like. Collectively, it was overwhelming. If you can shoot mm-hmm.
2: a grenade, why can't you shoot a guy on a bike? And then, especially when uh, Henry's house is being—this uh, was at the very beginning, before like when they sent the FBI agents to his house—he he just shoots all of them in the head, like it's nothing. And then yeah. neither can shoot each other while moving on a bike, and it's just yeah. very ina- inconsistent.
3: Man could shoot a target two kilometers away with a on a moving
0: train with a moving I mean, granted, train. granted he was. I mean, he was stationary ready. and doing a ton of math but it is yeah
1: another uh thing i want to bring up before we enter into our last segment is the writing of this movie just really (laughs) quickly because some of the right i mean the writing is what really killed it everybody was throwing one-liners unnecessarily and some of the writing was just so unrealistic i remember when will and i were watching it and at one point there's a kid who's uh getting like a detention or he's in trouble with the principal or whatever i have this down and he says and he says Science is wicked stupid. <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no, no. I I, I have the I have the quote. He's in he, yeah, he's in a meeting with either a teacher or a principal. He's like and then he's like, Yeah, I have to I have to take this call and like leaves. And then the dude goes, I don't know, probably is like, why why aren't you why aren't you paying attention in class? He goes, I don't know, probably because science is so wicked boring. <laughs> yeah, like accurate representation I, 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 of teenage. I, I sat there and I was like Oh, come on.
1: I mean, especially as come teenagers, on. like you have so much resentment for that kind of stuff. Like that generic, like wicked and, and crazy Dude, and that sick. Like,
2: science is so wicked boring. <laughs> yeah. I Wait, what about Patrick? What about when, uh, so, uh, it was when he was like, go, go get the keys for a fast boat. We got to get out of here. And the woman walks into the room and some guy comes behind her, could literally just shoot her, but he says a one liner. And yeah, I
0: yeah, forgot what it was. He's like, he's like, he's like, uh w- what was it it was like, like
1: do you hear the song of the sea or something like yeah, that?
0: yeah 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 here's the call <laughs> of the sea and then yeah. he could have just killed her and said she turns around and it's like beats it's, like, him. it's like, like you it's like where is he you could tell me now or you could tell me in five minutes minus your teeth <laughs> oh, that was i thought that was fine that, 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 that was cool and then he, she flipped it on him. i was oh, like yeah. oh.
3: But they, they hear the call of the sea like what do you mean <laughs>
1: i don't know so the, the writing was just Really horrendous.
2: And as a trained FBI agent, you're trained to just take the shot and yeah. not do any one yeah. yeah. it's very inaccurate.
1: too.
0: Um.
2: Uh. The I I also feel like the
0: w- after Clay died, how did they get Baron's ashes? They're like, oh yeah, we spr- we sprinkled Baron's ashes in the well, ocean. I mean, his
1: uh, his corpse was yeah. Still I mean, the it's car. not car. Uh, that's not That really, thing. That thing, an thing an was
0: completely <laughs> obliterated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It was If he if he was if he was stuck in the if he was stuck in the car. And I don't think they did I mean you could tell that he was struggling to get out of the car, but it was like so sudden it was hard to tell until they were like, "No, Baron! yeah, but like how 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 do they get the ashes after that kind of explosion? after they get that explosion like that's yeah, it's not happening. How do they just like know immediately that he died too? well, he wasn't out of the car, well, he wasn't able to get out of the car, you know they they all flew out unscathed, so yeah,
1: yeah. um,
0: he didn't have fly armor,
1: okay, so basic gist is that the writing was horrible a lot of issues with this movie so now that we've shared uh kind of our you know thoughts and analysis of the movie we'd like to uh, read out some reviews from other people on the internet and hear what they had to say um so have each some of us have collected uh reviews um and we've compiled the funniest ones and we're just going to read each of us is probably going to give like two or three maybe um so enjoy
0: okay um, I got my reviews from minimum sources. I went to just playing Rotten Tomatoes and then I got some, pulled some off of IMDb from like critic reviews and also just personal reviews and pulled a few off of Google. Um, this first one comes from Christy Lemire of Film Weekly. She says, like an assault on your eyeballs. Maybe you get used to it, but you shouldn't. Some of the action is fun, but it's really hard to get past the look of it. I just I mean yeah that's I mean I would fair. agree. I, I, I enjoyed the line the like an assault on your eyeballs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um uh I well, I
1: don't I, the whole the actual review of this person was okay, but I like the title. This is from Gordo Cooper from IMDB who gave it a one out of ten. He said, Go away, Will, sell cars or something. <laughs> <laughs> so this next one comes from Stephen W on Rotten Tomatoes, who gave it half a star out of five and said I like Will, but I turned it off as soon as he didn't kill the altered DNA with no conscience clone. I thought, what kind of stupid Hollywood script is this that you wouldn't just kill this petri- peach tree dish? Peach tree, <laughs> petri dish, petri, 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 petri dish. Go. All right.
2: I think I think Michael Lee Masters really summed it up. This movie reminds me of the movie starring Ryan Reynolds, Six Underground. Both movies with an incredible cast that can still somehow manage to to be just terrible. Gemini Man can be best described as a flaming rubber tire crashing (laughs) down a cliff. The CGI effects are just awful, and throughout the entire ordeal of watching the steaming mess, the the attempt to make a younger-looking Will Smith ended up creating something straight out of one of the Alien movies, looking more like a xenomorph than an actual human being. The acting is the opposite of award-winning, although, I mean, the cast can't be blamed as one can only make so much of a garbage script. The characters had zero (laughs) development, and their motives were, well, questionable. Um, every other scene was incredibly awkward, and one can feel the anxiety of the cast whose characters seem to have zero connection or reasoning for caring about one another. And, well, the story of obv- is obviously so predictable. I mean, trying to put the junior dude back on your side yeah. and showing you yeah. the yeah. actual truth. Yeah. That's just uh, you could have and written
3: cool.
0: this thing before you saw it. I think a third grader could have done better writing. Than
2: yeah. <laughs> to go
1: off
0: of that, I have a review from – I might butcher the name, but Kevin – Shefferstein, your Shefferstein, uh, rated it one star. Says, "Isly one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's as if it were written by a ten-year-old <laughs> who is piecing together the most cliche lines from every action movie." <laughs> <laughs> it truly astonished me, astonishes me that people can look. Oh, sorry. It truly astonishes me that people can look past god awful. A past Sorry. The grammar in this is interesting. It truly astonishes me that people can look past god-awful, the dialogue and one-star storyline. Even the trash action scenes aren't enough to get you through it. I'm genuinely convinced that the $138 million budget was used simply to bribe Will Smith and the rest of the relatively decent cast to participate in this horrible, in quotations, movie. Uh,
1: This last review I found comes from IMDb from the Stanley Cup Bruins, who gave it a 1 out of 10. So the movie is called Gemini Man, but this is their review. More like Cancer Man. Not the disease, but the star sign cancer. Like the crab. This movie... (laughs) This movie is much like a crab. You expect it to be great and tasty, but just disappoints at every turn. Less Gemini, more, more Cancer the Crab.
2: Yeah, I, li- I, li- I like how it's
1: not Cancer the Disease, <laughs> Cancer the Crab. Cancer the Crab. He got creative. Yeah.
0: This review comes from Alan Almachar of uh, The McGulfan, it's written on Rotten Tomatoes says no amount of digital magic can make up for a story that isn't interesting or characters we do not care about. Yeah, um, fair enough. Which I think sums it up pretty well. And then my last review, uh, on IMDb user devo one three six seven eight, rated it a ten out of ten. Wowzer, I like the bit where he swapped the whiskey with the Coca Cola. <laughs> 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 and that's that why I'm giving it a ten out of ten. <laughs> that that is the I only. I forgot about that part. That is the only sentence that they left on the review. Yeah. Other than enough. the title of Wowzer to give this movie <laughs> a ten out of
3: ten. Alright, that's a good segue. Uh, we should all give our uh, quick synopsis and
2: reviews out of ten real quick. So you want to start us off? I'll start. Um, overall. Forgettable. I mean, I enjoyed. I I will admit, I enjoyed watching it. I I did. But you just come to realize that there's so many things wrong with this, and it's very sloppy, poorly made. Um, I agree with Drew. I think half the money was used to bribe Will Smith into this. Um, overall, I'd get it. I've I'd give it a five out of ten.
1: Um, taking everything into consideration, the CGI the generic kind of action music, the the just terrible writing, uh, I probably got to go with like a 3 out of 10. I mean, some of the action was, you know, all right, but for the most part, I was just ready to turn it off. Um, I don't know. I actually kind of like this movie. It was definitely
3: a brain-off kind of movie. You don't really, like, I wouldn't watch it for the plot. I thought the action scenes were pretty decent if you can get, like if you can forget it, like the mind boggling plot armor, so I'll give it like a six out of ten.
0: I kind of agree with what you said will i and I watched this movie pretty late at night, and I could understand what all was going on for the most part, like at a time where I would be a little bit more out of commission, I was able to follow it and understand it. uh I feel like I definitely would have enjoyed it a little bit more if I wasn't watching it from like a critiquing standpoint um but at the same time like i remember when i finished the film i felt good about it like i was like i enjoyed that like that was i i thoroughly enjoyed that movie um i th- i think there's a lot of def- definitely there's a lot of like like you said patrick a lot of just like weird uh like soundtrack like stereotypical soundtrack the scene the action scenes were pretty good for the most part towards the start like i was pretty engaged towards the start and then it kind of fell off towards the end but I'd say overall rating, I give it like a high six, maybe a seven.
3: All right. Very cool. This has been Scratch Film um, by Will Federer, Ben Taylor, Drew Avatabley,
1: and Patrick Cheesley.
3: Thank you for listening. Hi, Editing Drew.
0: <laughs> there you have it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Scratch Film. If you enjoyed the episode, please be sure to leave a review on whichever listening platform you were tuning in on. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Please let us know what you'd like to see in the future and what you think we could do to make this podcast better. This is our first episode, so we would love to hear your input. Also, let us know who you would love to see us critique next or which movie you would like to see us do. We're open to y'all's opinion. Ang you really missed a mark on this one. Have a great day, everybody.